You know, we, we've all heard the phrase, take heart. Or sometimes when we're going through a tough time, someone will say, don't lose heart. And we always take these words as encouragement. But the truth is, if our spiritual life is about anything, it's about the heart. You know, God gave us the greatest treasure in all of creation when he gave us a heart. All the happiness that we've ever known or ever hoped to know. It's unreachable without a heart. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sport product lines sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights, relied on by emergency professionals across America. Learn more about Nebo Tools at OnTheBrightSide.org. Now, it's time to buckle your seatbelt and get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. See if this, if this story sounds like you. This is a story about a Texan who was getting frustrated while driving aimlessly through a mall parking lot, unable to find a spot. Finally, he said, Lord, help me. If you'll find me a parking spot, I promise to go to church every Sunday and to pay my tithes. All of a sudden, there it was, an empty space right up front. And the Texan said, never mind, Lord, I found one. <laughs> you think we might do that sometimes? Now, yeah, just think about that. I want to talk about the heart for just a minute. You know, we, we've all heard the phrase, take heart. Or sometimes when we're going through a tough time, someone will say, don't lose heart. And we always take these words as encouragement. But the truth is, if our spiritual life is about anything, it's about the heart. You know, God gave us the greatest treasure in all of creation when he gave us a heart. And I'm not talking about just a muscle organ in your chest. All the happiness that we've ever known or ever hoped to know, it's unreachable without a heart. And you know, the, the subject of the heart is addressed in the Bible more than any other topic, more than faith, more than obedience. And I've told you many times how, how, how frequently money is mentioned in the Bible, but it's, it's, the heart is talked about more than money. And when reading the word, it doesn't take long to realize that the heart is the central thing. If you want some examples, it's, it, it's really just where do you start? The word says, love the Lord with your God, with all your heart and all your soul and with all your strength. Jesus called this the great commandment. And notice it said, love with all your heart first. The word of God 
sees the heart as the source of our creativity, our courage, and our conviction. It's the source of our faith and our hope, and it's certainly the source of our ability to love. And I know that there's this popular belief that our, our mind, our brain, is meant for reason, and our heart is for emotions. How many of us have always heard that? I mean, we get accused of thinking with our heart instead of our head, or we get accused of thinking with our head instead of our heart. Isn't that right? I believe the Word tells us that that's very flawed thinking. You remember that King Solomon was considered the wisest man who ever lived. But when God invited him to ask for anything in the world, Solomon didn't ask for the biggest brain. He didn't ask to be the smartest man. What he asked for was a wise and discerning heart. The word also says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. He's telling us that our ability to trust comes from our heart, not from our mind. And I think the book of Proverbs is way ahead of Dr. Freud on the subject of character development by about 2,000 years. In Proverbs it says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. You know, Jesus explained that the Pharisees were great rule keepers of the law. But their motives were wrong. They were model citizens and their actions were great. But their heart was in the wrong place. And Jesus said, we've got to do better than that. I wonder sometimes if we really grasp what a priceless thing it is to have a heart. It's God's gift. It's what makes us different. And it makes us able to do what writer John Eldridge calls become intimate allies with God. And it's the condition of our heart that shapes and defines our lives. So whatever you do this morning, don't lose heart. But it is all about heart. The Lord said, I will give them a heart to know me, that I am their Lord, and they will be my people, and I will be their God. For they will return to me with all of their heart. All of us have trials and times of testing in life. Coming up next, learn how God can meet your needs when you learn to trust Him with everything in your life. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Over 900,000 moms per year choose to abort their baby, and 85% of them are single moms. It's hard to choose life when you're feeling alone, but Embrace Grace has a goal to change that. Embrace Grace equips and empowers churches to start support groups around the nation and the world to walk alongside moms with unintended pregnancies. With over 400 support groups in churches around the nation, lives are being saved. Partner financially with Embrace Grace today. For just $25 per month, your gift can help train leaders of a church to find moms that need help. For $100 per month, your gift can help reach and inspire more churches to start a group. And for $250 per month, your gift can launch a group at a church. Together, we can help her be brave and ensure that no single mom walks alone. Go to EmbraceGrace.com for more information on how you can partner with Embrace Grace to save them both. 
EmbraceGrace.com. Thanks to our sponsor, Nebo Tools, with flashlights relied on by emergency professionals across America. On the Bright Side returns. I thought this was cute. This, is a, this was a, a little poem on a church sign that everybody could see as they drove by. As you pass this little church, be sure to stop and visit. So when at last you're carried in, God won't ask, who is it? (laughs) You know, I want to encourage some people here today because it's becoming very clear that the recession that we've all been hearing about is starting to find its way even down here in Texas. I mean, we're all aware of some jobs that are being lost and some businesses that are not doing as well. They're suffering. And this is just one of those times that when we say we need to trust God, we're not kidding. Our needs are very real. And our needs need, and we, they need to be met. And when it's time for the offering each Sunday, like right now, we all know that it's meant to be a time to show our thanks to God for what we have and for us to show some discipline in our giving. But to be honest, in times like these, offering time can also remind us of what we can't do and of what we don't have and of the financial stress that we might be going through. Well, when that happens, we have to turn the tables on that line of thinking, and I'll tell you why. Because it can rob us of the joy that we receive from honoring God in our giving. You see, what we can't give and what we don't have doesn't have any bearing on our ability to be blessed from what we can give and what we do have. Did you get that? I'll tell you again. I'm going to do it anyway. What we can't give and what we don't have doesn't have any bearing on our ability to be blessed from what we can give from what we do have. And sometimes it even takes faith to do that. But you know what? That's the way it's supposed to be. So you should never get discouraged at offering time because it's meant to be a time to worship God no matter what financial condition you're in. In fact, it's a great time to stand on God's promises and trust Him for the financial provision in your life. And I'm talking about promises like this. When the Apostle Paul was encouraging the Philippians, this is what he said. My God will meet all your needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. Well, I don't know about you, but I think that's a fantastic promise. It says God will meet your needs. Not maybe. Not if. It says it will meet all of your needs, not some of them, but all of them. Then it says, according to his glorious riches. You see, God's not just rich. He's gloriously rich. He has endless, unlimited resources for you. So how are we supposed to react? When we hear one of God's promises like that, but we're just hanging on financially. Are we doing something wrong? Do we not really understand God's message? Well, the answer, of course, is no. 
you're not being punished you're just being tested and you can believe that God's promises will always stand especially when you stand on them and I've heard it explained this way with every promise there's a premise when God makes a promise he's saying I'll do, always do my part if you will do yours so here's a few simple principles to live by so that God can meet all your needs here's the first one pray before you pay we need to acknowledge that all our resources come from God and we need to ask God to get involved in all of our financial decisions that includes our buying decisions large and small the word says you should ask and you shall receive and your joy will be complete the second principle is when you have a need plant a seed you know it doesn't sound logical to our human nature to give at the very time that you have a need that's why it requires faith to do it but God says this my ways are not your ways so when you give during your time of need you exercise that faith you unleash God's blessings on your life and the last principle is this trust is a must we have to trust God in everything including our finances God knows that doesn't come easy for most of us but God wants us to trust him and not even worry or be anxious about money because when we worry about everything what we're really saying is it all depends on me and that's actually displeasing to God so the more that we trust him with everything in our life the more he can meet our need so you know it's not unusual for us to have problems and it's especially normal for us to have financial problems but God has a purpose behind every problem and one of them and the most important one is for us to learn to trust him we can't let financial problems get us down we have to keep we have to keep praying we have to keep planting seeds and above all we have to keep trusting God because he's promised he'll take care of us so I don't know what you're going through today but God knows and he's willing and he's able to meet all your needs you just, want, you just need to remember this, this last thing what the Lord said he said in this world you'll have trouble but take heart I have overcome the world aren't you glad to hear that news today if someone was going to write a book about you today, what would the main theme of your life be about? Stay tuned to hear about the only story that really matters. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Sometimes you discover something that's so ultra cool and handy that it just screams, you need this. Meet the Nebo Tools Slim. This is a thin, ergonomic, rechargeable pocket light that puts out 500 lumens of intense bright light. This isn't like any flashlight you've ever seen, and it's shaped like your cell phone. A task light and flashlight, the Slim fits, hangs, or sits just about anywhere. Fully dimmable with power memory recall. The ultra cool Slim pocket light features a pocket clip, collapsible hanging hook, and powerful magnet base for convenient hands-free lighting. This light will prove so handy that you don't want to go anywhere without it. The Slim, just one of the many reasons why Nebo is the leader in lighting innovation. Thanks for listening to On the Bright Side with entrepreneur and business owner Bobby Bollinger. Has anyone ever just walked up to you 
and said, hey, what's your story? Has that ever happened to you? Well, it's happened to me. And uh, that's the question I want to ask all of you today. What's your story? If someone was going to write a book about you today, what would the main theme of your life be about? There's a young man who's been getting a lot of media attention lately. His name is Tim Tebow. And if you are a sports fan, you will know about Tim Tebow. He was perhaps the most heralded football player to come out of college a few years ago. He played quarterback, and he won almost every award there was to win, including the Heisman Trophy given to the best player in the country. And he won a national championship for his school, uh, University of Florida. All through his college career, the one thing you would always notice about Tim Tebow is he would give a testimony of his faith in Jesus Christ at every opportunity. He even wore the scripture, John 3, 16, in that little uh, black paint under their eyes. And in fact, it was reported that after one game, last, uh, when he was in college, Google, the search engine, had over 92 million queries to the scripture, John 3, 16. It's amazing. Well, when Tim was drafted into the National Football League, uh, the professional level, all the experts said he would never make it. He was an unorthodox type of player. They said he didn't have the skills necessary to succeed. But what most experts in the media really didn't like about Tim Tebow is that he continued to display his faith to anyone who would listen. They ridiculed him. They even mocked him because he knelt beside the sidelines to pray. But to the dismay of all the experts, Tim Tebow continues to thrive and succeed as quarterback for the Denver Broncos. And the experts and the media, they don't understand it. And they don't like it. And the reason that they don't like it is this. Tim Tebow refuses to let anyone define him as just a football player. Because Tim's story is that above all things, he is a follower of Christ. Who just happens to be a football player. And he's determined that no one writes his story any other way. Now you know all of us have a story. And for most of us there are things in our story that we wish weren't there. But I have to tell you that I've become a big fan of young Mr. Tebow. And not because of how he plays football. But because he understands that the only story about him that means anything is the one that says, by the grace of God and the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, I'm saved. Sure, we, we all have lots of things going on in our life that we think help tell the story of who we are. We have families, careers, hobbies. But the question for us this morning is, are we defined by those things or by the impact of Jesus Christ in our life? If you were to tell your story today, what would it be? Years ago, when I was much younger, I had the privilege of meeting and spending some time 
with Pastor Rex Humbard. Now, some of you remember him. Anybody remember him? Now, he's gone on to be with the Lord. But he was one of the pioneers of televangelism. At the time that we met, his ministry was one of the largest in the world. Nationally televised programs, seen in countries all over the world. He was holding crusades, filling up stadiums around the world. He, he told me that he was preaching up to 300 times a year. One night while having dinner, I asked Brother Humbard, how do you do it? How can you keep up with everything that you've got going on? How do you even have time to study for so many sermons? And he motioned for me to come closer. I leaned over and he said, Bob, it's not that hard. There's only one story. It's the gospel of Jesus Christ. And he said, it's my story. And it's the only one that I'm called to tell. And Bob, it's the only story that matters. You see, no matter where you've been, no matter what you've done, no matter where you are, whether you're seven years old or you're 70, the only story that will ever matter is the one that says, by the grace of God, through Jesus Christ, I'm saved. Everything else won't matter very much. That's the story that will stand. That's the story that I want to define my life. And when we know that that's the story of our life, that's when we can love stronger. That's when we can reach higher. That's when we can give more and take less. That's when we can live to reach up to touch him and reach down to help others. That's when our story becomes his story. The Lord said in the message translation, he said, live in me. Make your home in me just as I do in you. I want the Lord to be the author of my story, don't you? Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play, let Nebo light your way. Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197.